Hi, Gary Zacharias here with The Apologist Bookshelf. How about this for a real change of pace? Um, I've written a book uh, full of a lot of articles dealing with uh, Christian apologetics, and I wanted to let you know about it in case you'd like to pick up a free copy, a PDF form of it. I'll tell you how that works in just a minute. But I wanted to let you know what I have in this book. I've spent years reading uh, sources, apologetics, and uh, listening to debates and looking at YouTube videos and uh, going to different apologetics conferences. So I love the issue of apologetics. It's uh, so important these days that we be able to give reasons why we believe Christianity is true. So I've put together a book based on talks that I've given and in some cases just areas of interest I have. And it's subdivided into a lot of different areas. So I'm just going to give you kind of a quick rundown of uh, what's in this book. Um, I have a, a section at the beginning, I just call it apologetics basics. Uh, so it's things like, what are some basic tactics that we can do? What should we avoid? What should we do when we're talking to people and we want to share the truth of Christianity? Uh, things like using stories in apologetics. People love stories, and they're good ways to incorporate uh, these as we're sharing with other people. I've got one called Keeping the Next, Next Generation Christian. We're just one generation away from having Christianity extinguished, so we always want to pass it along. And unfortunately, people today are so critical, so hostile toward Christianity that it's tough on the kids and the grandkids to uh, get them to see the value and the truth of Christianity. So this article talks about areas that kids are exposed to and ways that we can convince them of the truth of Christianity. Um, I've got one called A Different Kind of Apologetics, which is we probably need to explain to people why they might want to investigate Christianity and might hope for it to be true. In other words, what are the things that Christianity holds out or promises or is unique about Christianity that would make somebody say, okay, that, that's worth investigating. So it's not an argument why it's true, but why you would hope that it would be true. Um, I've got one called Faith is Not Wishing. We've got so many people these days that think Christian faith is just leap in the dark, hope it's true, kind of cross your fingers and hope for the best. And that's not true at all. Faith is trust. And so I explore that in this article. And each of these articles, by the way, is um, two, three, maybe four pages in length. So none of them are difficult to get through, and each one carries a list of resources after it. I've got an article called Worldview Thinking. Christians these days uh, have such a, a wonderful basis for truth. And when you think about worldview issues like where do we come from? The big questions that worldviews try to answer. Where do we come from? Uh, what are the values that we should hold while we're here? What's wrong with the human race? How do we fix it? Things like that. Christianity offers the best answers to these kinds of questions. It is, without doubt, the best worldview because it's closest to reality. It's closest to truth. But we're not doing a very good job with it. So I explore why and ways that we can overcome that. Um, I got something called getting a spiritual conversation started. Uh, these days, it's difficult. People either shy away from it completely, or they really don't know how to get a good conversation started, even if they, when they want to get something discussed regarding Christianity. So um, I talk in there about some issues that people have had, why they don't want to get a conversation going, and, and some ways to get a conversation going. One more in this section. I'm still under the apologetics basics, but 
One more is called Investigating Religions. And I like this one a lot because the idea is uh, you may have a friend someday who says, you know, I'm, I'm just kind of starting to investigate religions. I'm finding them very interesting. I'd like to uh, look at them. I'm going to take a class out at school. Or I'm just going to read on my own. And, of course, that's where we can get involved. Uh, probably a bad way to get involved is say, well, just become a Christian. Because that person has said they want to, to begin to investigate. Now you're going to shut off all investigation and tell them to become a Christian? No, uh, probably there are better ways to do it. So I discuss in here ways to intrigue people, to actually get them started with Christianity in their investigation. Of course, once they start in, we most of us would say you're probably going to end at Christianity, but at least it's a good way to get people started. Okay, so that's the first section. That's not all of them. I have 13 different articles there under Apologetics Basics. Then I have a section called God, and I have five sections there, uh, five different articles. The existence of God, signposts to God. Is God a crutch? That's a, a common uh, complaint, isn't it? Oh, yeah, you Christians, you're just using God as a crutch. Well, there's some very good responses to that. A fourth one is dealing with the Trinity. And then the last one is God a moral monster. There have been a lot of attacks on Christianity that says, oh, the God of the Bible is so unpleasant, such an awful individual. And so I tackle that issue as well. Okay, so that's a second area of this book. Third area is Jesus, uh, the uniqueness of Jesus, the resurrection, which, of course, is the heart of Christianity. And I've got a couple of others. Under other religions, I've got nine different religions that I take a look at. The, the big ones, Roman Catholicism, Jehovah's Witnesses, Mormonism, Islam, Buddhism, uh, New Age. Uh, and then I deal with Scientology, using that as an example of a cult. I know that term is not very popular these days, but we could call it a new religion, I guess. But it uses many of the techniques that a typical cult would use. And so Scientology becomes an example of um, cults, the way they work with their people. And I've got another one there in that section called New Religions for a Godless World. Uh, it's sad, but a lot of people have walked away from anything to do with Christianity. And frankly, they've, they've walked away from traditional religions. And where have they ended up? So this article talks about some of these new religions. And they're not religions in the normal way we think of it. It's really sad. People have, uh, they, they desperately want things like uh, togetherness. They want things like meaning in their life, purpose. But the things they've turned to are pretty sad. So uh, that's under other religions. I have a section on the Bible, an overview. Uh, can we trust the Gospels? Pretty important. Eyewitnesses wrote the Gospels. I have an article on that. I've got something called Interlocking Gospels. I got this from Tim McGrew. Very interesting. Uh, I won't, I'll just leave it at that, but it's, it's a fascinating look at the uh, Gospels. Is the Old Testament reliable? Do you know they're coming up with some interesting things in the last few years that are starting to fill in the blanks, and even in the Old Testament, that show how reliable it is? Uh, Messianic Prophecies. I've got something I think is fascinating. It's called Paul's Letters Validate the Gospels. We always think when we're going to uh, date the New Testament, we say, well, the, the Gospels are in the first part of the New Testament. They must be the oldest part of the New Testament. No, they're not. Uh, Paul has creeds. These are small, bite-sized uh, pieces of information of you know the basics of the Christian faith that he's put in his letters. And these letters 
are earlier than the Gospels. And many people think these creeds go back to maybe within a year or a year and a half of the actual events of Jesus' life. So these things are extremely early. And what's amazing is they're not just early, but they're so accurate. They reflect exactly what the Gospels say. So we know that things didn't get changed over time. Myth did not creep in. Um, let me give you a couple of other, the canon of the New Testament. How did we end up with the New Testament? Why these books and why not other books? I have a section on science and Christianity. I love science. So I've got something dealing with scientism. I've got a section on recent scientific discoveries. Boy, here's the good news. The uh, things that scientists are beginning to find out about the universe, the laws of physics, the small scale uh, on the molecular level, they're all pointing toward a creator God, not away from a creator God. Uh, of course, the big one is evolution and creation. People love to argue that. I've got a section on transhumanism, uh, an article dealing with that. Um, UFOs. I have an article on UFOs. I've got one called The Heavens Declare and how astronomy seems to be pointing especially toward Christianity. Another section of the book is Christianity and History. I'll just let that go, but it's you know the story of Christianity and things like the Pilgrims and Puritans and our heritage. And then social issues. I have a lot of articles on that because that's such a big area. Things like tolerance, abortion, relativism, uh, transgenderism. This is the big one now, isn't it? This is the new civil rights area, uh, transgenderism. Um, critical race theory. Boy, has that gotten big, big, big in the last couple of years. So critical race theory, looking at that from a Christian perspective. And then one I call refuting slogans. Have you ever seen yard signs uh, or people carrying banners that say Black Lives Matter, or they say science is real, or they say uh, women, uh, women are human beings too? Um, I'm trying to think of something. Love is love. And so I, I talk about those slogans and uh, take those on. Then my last issue is theological uh, importance. So, like, do good people go to heaven? Or what about the problem of evil? Doesn't that, does that really negate the idea of a God? And what about the people who've never heard of Jesus? What happens to them? What about this? Do all roads lead to God? That's a popular conception these days. After all, we're in... Uh, uh, idea of religious pluralism, they all lead to God, don't they? Well, no. Now, section here on decision-making, article on that. The doctrine of hell, uh, existence of the soul. There's a big one. People wonder, how can you argue for the existence of soul? Don't you just have to take it on faith? Actually, there's some ways to argue for it. And one on miracles. After that, I've got a two-page uh, article here called Reading Through the Bible. And what I do for that is I give people a kind of a quick view, overview of the entire Bible. And while I, I'm doing that, I put in parentheses the best chapters to read in that particular area of the Bible. So when you get done, if you read those sections, you've read about a quarter of the Bible. And so it's for people that are just kind of thinking about the Bible, starting to, to read it or You've got friends who don't know much about it. You could run these two pages off and give this to them and let them see what the big picture is of the Bible and which chapters fit in. So uh, that might be useful. And then I do have at the end a resource list. Okay, so that's my pitch for the day. I'm doing more of an advertisement, I guess, except I'm willing to send this out free. I'm not charging for it. I'll send it to you in a PDF format. 
uh, what you might do, it's over 200 pages, so obviously you may not want to <laughs> run off the 200 pages, but you could go through and find articles that you might find interesting and look at those, and if you think they're worth hanging on to, just run those off. So it might be only five articles or something like that, and that's fine. Then you've got it, and um, I hope it's of help for you. Uh, just contact me. It's gary.zacharias at gmail.com, G-A-R-Y dot Z-A-C-H-A-R-I-A-S, Gary Zacharias at gmail.com. And I'll be glad to send this to you. Uh, I'm not going to try to put you on a mailing list to ever sell you anything. That's It's not a come on. I'm not luring you into anything. This is it. Just a one-shot deal. So um, if I actually, I'm thinking about some other things as well, writing. So I might let you know about that later. But I'm not, I'm not collecting your name for any purpose, so I hope you can take advantage of this and um, feel free, if you get it, to pass it along to friends of yours as well. All right, well, thank you for uh, listening this time. It's a little different, not covering a book, but I am telling you about my book. Uh, talk to you next time.